You're listening to the Remorseless Podcast. Hey guys, what's up? It's Beth Fisher. Thank you so much for continuing to join me here in this space where every week we will either delve into scriptural topics in a way that makes you feel like a not so terrible, no good sinner loser, and or interview women who share their stories with us about how at times in their past they have actually felt like that, or how they've gotten stuck, or how they've gotten labeled, or how they have come to view themselves in a much different light now as opposed to when they were younger. So this is what we do here every week, you guys. We talk about hard things, we share our journeys, we share our struggles, and we laugh a lot. Uh, We don't swear a lot because, um, you know, my producer doesn't have all the time in the world to be beeping stuff out. But, um, you know, we're regular everyday people, moms and workers and daughters and all of the labels that we have here in our human earthly existences and then really kind of what those all entail, right? So this week I have um, one of my guests on the show that I was actually on her show recently. Today you will hear Dr. Francesca Abbey talk about what living beyond all of your boundaries and expectations, just basically living beyond your limits, what that actually means. So buckle up, sit back, settle in. Let's go. We are on episode number 25. Hey guys, it's Beth. Welcome to Remorselessly Biblical. I am so excited that you continue to show up with me. Thank you for being here. Thank you to Life Network for Women. And you know, the last couple weeks, it's just been me and you and scripture. And we've been talking about things that are important. So two weeks ago, we went into the New Testament. We talked a little bit about Peter, like get behind me, Satan. And then last week was one of my personal favorites. We talked about uh, Leah and Rachel and how they married the deceitful Jacob. And that was like a whole thing, but God uses that right to get us to Jesus. And it's just always my pleasure to open up scripture and to just share the word with you in a way that it resonates with me. doesn't mean it's right. Okay. Side note, doesn't mean it's right. It just means that I've learned this way. And if there's somebody out there in the world that says, wow, I never thought of it like that. Good, good. I think God challenges us and calls us all the time to say, is this what you meant? Or, and both. You meant this, and you meant that, and it can mean this, and it can mean that, and like all the things. That's the best part about scripture, you guys, is that God is communicating to us at all stages on our journey. At every point in our life, he shows up. As long as we are in that word, learning more about him, and just continuing on and showing up every day in our journey so that we can become more Christ-like. So I am really glad you're here because this week we're back to interview format. And I have on the show, you guys know her if you've been following along, Dr. Francesca Abbey, who is like this bold spirit. And I found out something new about her today that you'll find out on the show. I did not know this connection point that we had, but you know, you will find people in your life if you keep coming into contact with people and allowing the doors to open and saying, Tell me about yourself. Like just really being intrigued. God's going to bring people in your life that you're like, wait, you too? Or I had no idea. Or even better, God's going to bring somebody in your life to carry out his plan that he has for your life. That's like my favorite thing of all time. So Dr. Francesca Abbey is with us today. You guys will remember her. I was on her show recently. And I just hope you enjoy this episode and what is on her heart to learn a little bit more about her so she can encourage you and she can share with you. And that's that. So, you guys, thanks for being here. Here we go.
Okay, hi everybody. I'm so happy you're here today. I have a very, very special guest. Dr. Francesca Abbey is with us. And you guys may remember recently, um, probably a couple of weeks ago, I put on Remorselessly Biblical the interview that I had done on her show. And I loved her so much. We loved each other. It was just like this instant connection. And I said, would you please come on Remorselessly Biblical and speak to all of our viewers and listeners about your heart and about your journey because she's so awesome. So I am happy you're here. Yay. It's so great to be with you. You know, you you and I go way back, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was trying to go way back because I feel like I've known you forever. I know. That's God's hand at work. And you guys, I, I always um, share with our viewers, just so you know, like the way that I meet people, because I believe in God's providence and how we how he preaches and ministers and cares for us through our brothers and sisters, right? Like when we Absolutely. don't even expect somebody to walk into our lives, boom, there they are. And if we're paying attention, I'm like, wow, I could learn a lot from her. So we just got, you reached out to me and then kind of the rest is history, as they say. So it's been hot, hot yeah. ever since, right? <laughs> I know it's so true. So I guess, you know, if we could just start out and um, share a little bit about your background with everybody, you have a very unique um, sort of multifaceted skill set. When I learned, I'm like, wow, okay, she's a doctor and she has a book and she's got all these things. And I would just love for you to share what's on your heart about you. All right. Well, the thing, okay, I'll start by saying that the journey that I went through with the Lord was a long one. <laughs> you know, I got my doctorate and I thought I was going to be a professor at some university. <laughs> and, but, you know, I, I found though that even with all the, you know, my credentials and my education and all the things that I've been so privileged to do, I, I really believe that God has brought me full circle in ministry where everything is poured out into my real calling. And God has been has been reminding me over and over and over, nothing gets lost. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was always feeling like, am I wasting too much time doing these other stuff? You know, I was in corporate America for years. I thought, am I wasting time? But in every space and time that I've been in, whether it's in corporate America and when I, when, when I was in the IT industry, I found that everything that God let me go through has shaped who I am today. So I was just so glad in ministry. I, I lead a ministry and I go uh, internationally on missions every year. Uh, it, it's just so cool when I go into the villages of Uganda and Kenya and just preaching the gospel. Or when I do my podcasts and I get to meet cool people like you. I see God bringing everything I've gone through, I've learned full circle. And I tell you, when you trust God, there may be seasons where you're wondering, am I lost? Did I, did, did I miss something? Did he tell me to go somewhere and I ran off? I, I found that the comfort we have in him is that when not, nothing gets lost in him. Nothing, not the experiences, not the, not the mistakes we may think we've made, but I see him using everything today to form, as I fulfill my purpose in him. I love that. And also, P.S., I did not know that you were in the IT world and I knew corporate America. So was I right. 25 years before oh I went God. in, I know, but I also did like technology stuff. I did. I sold content management software. What did you do? What did you I was do? an IT project manager. Oh my goodness. That's I manage IT projects. <laughs> so this is how I felt. I don't know about you, but I heard you say like, you were like, God, am I wasting time? Is this, what am I doing in my real job? Like, is this my real job? I had those questions all the time because I would go to customers and I would love the people, 
And I would have conversations like this, but in my mind, I was like, God, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough for the kingdom or, you know, am I doing kingdom work? Am I using my spiritual giftings? I had so many questions. I loved my job, but I just always wondered, am I on the right path? You know, how did I had the same questions? How did you kind of work through all that? Yeah. Did you do anything you know, special? You know, I, I'd like to give you a fancy answer yeah. <laughs> because I don't really have a fancy answer. I have moments when I, I cry. I had moments where I had to talk to people to counsel me. I had moments where I had to reach out to other people who were going through the same thing. Um, I found out that through through my journey with the Lord that I was always looking for that scripted um, guidance or that scripted do this and do this, but I never got it. And that's where faith comes in because I, I, I realized that through all those moments where I kept saying, have I missed my calling? God was trying to teach me faith. You know, God is the spirit. We don't see him, right? And that's where faith comes in. If he said, I've called you to God, that should be enough. If he said, I'm with you, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. To God, that should be enough. So I, I wish I could give you a scripted, perfect, a perfectly scripted answer. I don't have it. But I know that in, in those moments where, where I, when I asked God if I missed it, God would send me someone, a sister, or you know, or, or guide me to my pastor, or God would just give me that moment with him where I would cry myself and just have that moment with him, and he would just reassure me. But all of those moments have brought me full circle to this day where I know that I know that I know that I'm living my purpose. I love it. I, I feel the same way. And I think everybody wants some big fancy answer, some big moment of conversion or they're down on their knees and they're like, oh, I finally heard you, God, or I finally get it. And let's go have a big party. And yay, today's the day I'm like instantly changed. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't because it's the culmination and we are always uh, in preparation, right? For whatever he has in store for us. Like we look at scripture, we look at Moses, we look at all, look at David, right? All the people throughout the entire 66 books of the Bible who had no idea what they were doing either. Yes. They don't know. We don't know. And, and you just keep showing up. And that's where faith comes in, yes. you know, that's where faith comes in. And, and, you know, I, I remember, and, 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 you know, I have two children and I, it's been amazing how God used my children to teach me faith. Um, my son, when he was two and three and four, he would ask me to buy him something or to do something. And I would say, I'll do it. And he would take me at my words and he would expect it. I mean, he would not just expect it. He would say, mommy, I can't wait for this or this or that. And he would expect it with excitement just because mommy said it. And God said to me one day, I tell you, God has a sense of humor. God literally said to me, why don't you just do like, let your son that just trust me. Right. And I literally chuckled. God has a sense of humor. Yeah, no doubt. I know. It's just kind of like, we always want this big, giant, grandiose answer because God is so big. And yet to be in an intimate relationship, he gives us earthly relationships to relate to him. And we're like, we just kind of miss that sometimes. <laughs> so I appreciate that. And, you know, um, I love the name of your book and your pod, your show. It's Living Beyond Limits, right? So can you share a little bit about like where that originated from and how you carry that out maybe in practice in your life, living beyond limits? Like what limits? I love this, this whole trajectory for you. You know, I, like I said, throughout my journey, I, I was always waiting for some perfect picture or 
perfect set of instructions to come to me from God. But God does give me snippets of his direction or vision. It's at different stages. The brand, uh, Living Beyond Limits, actually came from, it was a moment, I think I was about 20, I was about either 20 years old. I won't tell you how long ago, but I was about 20. <laughs> and I was driving in my red sports car and just loving on Jesus. And I remember I had tears down my face and I was just saying, Lord, I will do whatever you tell me to do. I love you so much. And I heard the words victory in Christ. And then I, heard, I got an impression in my heart that will be the name of your ministry. And that was it. Wow. And uh, over the years, I would have recurring uh, similar confirmations of him speaking to me about me carrying a message about this amazing life, about this abundant life that's available in Christ. And, and, and the interesting thing about each of those moments is that, and I can remember that some of those were where I was at my lowest or where I was at moments where I was like, God, you mean me? <laughs> You're going to have me go do what? But now when I now step into my grant, step into my calling and my ministry, and he tells me it's living beyond limits, beyond any limits, victory in Christ, it's, it's just so amazing. God would give me this platform and this message about him and carrying this amazing message about this amazing love. Um, in simple ways, telling people that all things are possible. It's not in your strength, not in your ability. It's all, it's all possible in Christ. Yes, yes. It's interesting, I think, that you said you had this impression on your heart, right? And sometimes people just, again, they want this big conversation as if like, you know, in all the movies, right? When Charleston Heston, all the people have the big God voice and they're talking down. Okay. That's not how, I don't think that's how God rolls. Actually. I think it's more just this quiet spirit, the Holy spirit living with within us. And, and some people will say, Oh, I had a gut reaction or I had this instinct, but how many times, especially as women, do we just kind of disregard that? You know, yes, we yes. just think, oh, it doesn't matter. Or, or we rationalize or we talk ourselves out of that voice. We put our own voice into it. And like you said, it's yes. not our strength. We just have to show up and like go, wow, maybe I, I love and give you so much credit for the fact that you're like, that's it. Victory in Christ. I felt it. I'm in, I'm doing it. Yes. Yes. I'm so thankful. And, and, and think about it through, through this platform, I get to meet people like you. You know, it's been such an amazing journey. It's been, it's been many years now, but it's been amazing having this come full circle. I get to meet people like you. I get to meet other women and I get to share and interact. And it's been such, such, just such a blessing. Not, not just that I get to give out to other women, but I get to meet people like you who feed into me and I feed back into you. And it's just, it's just amazing. Yes. Yeah. I love it. And I can sense, and I've known this from the time I met you, you are obviously a woman of very deep faith. And I guess I'm curious, can you speak a little bit about how your relationship has evolved? I heard you say early on in our time here today, you're like, well, it's been a long haul with Jesus. Like, did you grow up in the faith? Did your family, like, just share a little bit about your background and how that your depth of relationship and love for Jesus has changed over time. You know, I remember as far back as, as probably six or five or six, I remember just a fear was such a real part of my life. I was always so fearful. Um, and the fear was so tangible that uh, I was afraid of the dark 
and I just had a very, very uh, uh, challenging journey with fear. And I remember just, you know, I would have issues with going to sleep and at night I would have all the lights turned on and my mother would always read the Psalms and we always read Psalm 23 and Psalm, Psalm 27. So for as, as long as I can remember, uh, I remember the scriptures as being that place to always go to. I remember Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. So going through the different stages of my <laughs> of my involvement. So I didn't really know, know the Lord till I was a teenager, actually. Um, when I really came full circle with the Lord, I remember at 18, I remember saying, okay, enough is enough. I, I can't carry this because I, I thought that was weird. I said, how, how many teenagers sleep with the light turned on? And fear was so real to me. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. But I, I watched God in his amazingness just reassure me, uh, bring his word and teach me. And, um, and, 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 and it, it didn't happen overnight. But I, I would say that my faith, my trust in God's protection, God's word evolved over time. And would you believe that t today I carry the gospel to remote parts of the world, carry a message of deliverance that no one needs to be afraid. And I used to be a woman who was always riddled with fear. So I say that the journey has been long, I won't lie to you, and not every moment has been enjoyable because some moments I felt, I felt like the fear was just gonna just overtake me. But to see me come full circle and now God uses me as an instrument to carry this great message to villages in Tanzania, Uganda, Malawi, and Kenya. I've gone to so many countries and I, I preach on platforms and I see many come to Christ. And I see many get, get delivered from all sorts of bondages. I used to be, you know, afraid. God now uses me to help others break, break free from it. Oh my goodness. That is the story. That is how he works in and through us is that he gives us just um, these memories of absolutely your, yours was fear. Mine was identity. I had no idea who I was. And mine was sort of living as an imposter, trying to live up to everybody else's expectations. And God's like, you're enough as you are. But when you share this, when you go to the ends of the earth and you are preaching his word and there are people who are listening to you and, and being in relationship with you and loving you as a sister in Christ. And they're like, she gets it. She understands. She knows my fear. She's lived through this. This is how he speaks to us. Yes. yes. How, wow. Could you imagine when you were a, a, a teenager sleeping with the lights on, thinking about going to Africa, like across oh, the ocean? Honestly, if God really showed me this back then, I would have said, God, you must have an incredible <laughs> sense of humor. Honestly, yeah. but it, it shows you how, and that's why living beyond limits is such, is such a precious um, brand and message that I'm, I, I just, I'm so privileged to carry because if God could do these things through me, nothing is impossible to anyone. Who would have thought this once fearful, timid, incredibly shy woman, person, would now boldly carry the gospel to villages, some remote villages where women are not even supposed to be preaching, you know, but I boldly go with such power and boldness 
if God can do it through me, truly, we can live beyond limits. Yes, yes. I'm just wondering, am I allowed to crash one of those parties sometime? Can I come with you? Where the places where women you aren't I, supposed to be? Oh, you and I. <laughs> like, I don't want an invitation. I just want to be like, hey guys, here I am. Hello. They would love you. They would love you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I can't wait. And you know, um, there are many viewers on here from some of those countries that you just mentioned. And I've got a, just a love for all the people who show up and and watch this and listen to us. And sometimes there are people who are new believers or are absolutely just struggling in their faith right now. They're just maybe wrestling with God and saying, God, how have you forsaken me? I, you said that you would never, but I feel like you have. Um, and they might just be saying like, is this even worth it? You know, I hear Dr. Francesca, I hear what she's saying. I believe her, but that's not how I feel in this moment. So what do you say to those people right now who might be feeling that way? You know, I think the simplest way I can answer it is just share my story. Yeah. At six years old, fear was real to me. At six years old, I felt that fear was the bigger giant that I could not defeat. But when I met Jesus, I met the greater one. And the joy of really knowing Jesus is that. What you could not do, he now can do it through you. What you thought you, you were not, he now becomes in you and through you. Yeah. I never for once keep myself that when I go to these countries, it's me. Just because I, 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 I've come full circle where I, I've learned just to relax and just let God be through me. I've learned to relax and let God love people through me. You know, I, I used to struggle with love and forgiveness until God let me realize, just relax and let me love people through you. Literally, all God truly desires is that we just, through faith, trust him. And he lives loud and large through us. So whether your struggle is with fear or shame or, or challenges of whatever kind, just like I did at six and seven and, and 10 and 12. And ultimately, you know, as a grown woman, I had to really come full circle with trust. And now I see God doing great things I never imagined. All because of trust that a loving God, a great big God is able to do great big things through us when we trust him. Wow. 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 And I heard you say, just relax. <laughs> just relax and let, let God love people through us, you know, and relaxing for me was always so hard. It was just like, I have to keep doing things. I have to keep earning his love. I didn't understand the story of grace and forgiveness and unconditional love. I was just kind of like, okay, I have to keep doing, doing, doing to sort of like run from him, trying to hide from God. Cause you know, I, you know, this about me, I grew up with the message of an angry God. And so finally, when I learned to relax, because I learned to trust. You're exactly right. I'm like, what am I, what am I doing here? This is kind of a waste of energy, right? <laughs> like I, I can't outrun him. He already knows what I'm thinking. Let him know what I'm going to do. Right? <laughs> I'm like, what a waste of time this is. If I could just chill out for a second, he's got this. So that's, I love it. I heard you also say the word shame and part of, I know, you know, as well, my, um, what I write about, what I like to speak to women about is showing up in their lives without carrying the heavy guilt of perhaps past sins or past transgressions or whatever you want to term them, mistakes that they've made or bad relationships that they've been in, right? So have you ever dealt with guilt and shame as part of your story? You know, I I, I don't know what label to call it, but I'll tell you this, God had to bring me to a place where I'm comfortable 
in the skin he's given me. Mm. And I don't know if what God had to peel away was shame or fear. I, I don't really know what word to use. But I tell you this, this is one of the examples I can give you. I used to analyze myself always. Did I see the right thing? Did I do the right thing? I, I would go into conversations with people and I would say, did I offend them? Did I hurt them? It's amazing how that can be baggage. <laughs> yes. Not just even to you, but to other people. Can, can you imagine carrying that baggage and dealing every day with people where, you know, you're, you're analyzing them and you. And God had to teach me just to be comfortable and relax. And really relax in knowing that when he made me, he said I was good. He said it was good. Yeah. And when he made me, he said it's, uh, he made me in his own image and in hope and his own likeness. And I had to really come to a place. Didn't happen overnight, but I'm telling you this, I'm at such a place of peace, such a place of peace, where I know that I know that I know that what I have on the inside is more than enough. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly what to call it either. Cause I don't think it's just one thing, but I do think it's a universal feeling that we all have at some point, kind of like I don't know that I feel comfortable in my own skin. And if I'm with somebody else who maybe makes us feel a little bit inferior or questioning of ourselves, we just start to overthink things, right? We're like, do I deserve to be in this room? Do I deserve to be in this space? Is, is somebody looking at me wrong? Am I saying the right things? And it's just, I think, a, a acceptance, accepting to your point that we are all made in God's image. And that's like enough. So I'm good. Absolutely. I'm good. Yeah. I love that story. You know, and um, I won't keep you too much longer. I would just, I love when you preach. I love when you just start raining down scripture to people because um, you have such a passion for it. So do you have like a word of encouragement or a particular um, scripture passage that you would just like to leave our viewers and listeners with that might be just uplifting to them? I have so many. Yes, I know you do. You, yeah. you know, I am so totally... Totally in love with Jesus. So if I'm going to pick one verse, it's going to be a verse that came right out of his mouth. I love Jesus. So my, my verse that just blesses me is John 10, 10. And where Jesus says, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full till it overflows. Some verses say, uh, I, have come, I have come, you may have life and have it in abundance. Mm -hmm. That verse just, just warms my heart because it reminds me about all that Jesus is and all that he's made available. And every day, you know, if, if, it's, if it's in that moment where a challenge comes, I reach back to that verse. Because that, in, in that verse is really why Jesus came. If I have a moment that, whether it's in a relationship issue with somebody, whether it's through a work issue, a business issue, or family issue, I reach back to that verse because in Christ is everything we need. So John 10, 10 is my perfect, perfect verse from Jesus. I love it. That's your go-to, huh? Which is, have That's my life. yeah, have life in abundance. And I think, you know, I mean, we, we are pretty much optimistic people, right? We like to show up with a smile on our face and encourage people. And I always used to not judge necessarily, but I knew right away that I felt very uncomfortable if I was around somebody who was just always down, like always kind of like lamenting or complaining. I'm like, kind of what's your deal. Right. <laughs> and I didn't mean it in a bad way. I'm just like, can we just all be happy here? And I think it goes to that, which is 
they haven't heard that verse. They haven't heard that they deserve to have life to the fullest. And when you're always sad, it's not to say we don't go through sad seasons. Of course we do. Of course we do. But in the main, I, I, the way that I frame what you said is sometimes I just think, man, um, Jesus suffered a brutal death for us so that we could live life abundantly. And it's kind of like, boy, it's almost like what a, a re-gift and an ingrate gift recipient we are, right? If we're like, yeah, <laughs> I'd like something a little better over here. Come on. Because, because the way to say thanks is to live life to our fullest and to pour into people. Yeah. That's the best kind of thank you we can give. I think so. Thanks for sharing that at the end of every show. I have my three like rapid fire questions and you can answer them any way you want, but I would really like to know question one, what is your favorite thing to do that makes you feel like your most true self, your most authentic self? For me, it's when I'm in a pair of sweats, I've got my hair up in a ponytail. I've got no makeup on, I don't know, maybe unshowered, but I'm just like chilling out. That question, I, I would answer it differently at different stages of my life. Yeah. In this season, I just like being quiet. Mm -hmm. I literally just like being, whether it's on my chaise lounge or, you know, you know, just sitting down, just being quiet. Because in those quiet moments, I literally am able to hear God speak to me. I'm also able to enjoy those things that, you know, because life is so busy, you know, yes. but it's just in the quietness I'm really able to hear from God and also appreciate just, just being. Mm -hmm. And I like that you said in different seasons, because probably when you were much younger, you, you weren't necessarily um, okay with just being, because you were still learning. You're still being prepared yes. to get to the point where you were able to relax. I get it. Yeah. I love that answer. Just chilling out, just relaxing. That's when just you feel like, yeah. Yeah. So question two, what do you do if you ever feel like uh, maybe you're getting away from that or you're showing up and you feel a little bit off kilter or not, you just can kind of sense in your spirit, right? That you're living maybe not fully as you should be, or as you have been, like, you're just kind of off track. What do you do in those moments? This answer, I know, I know it so clearly. I run to God like I run. <laughs> I don't just, I, I, when I say run, I run back to him for help. Because if I'm feeling like I've missed it, obviously, like we do every day, we turn around and get back to where we ought to have been. I finally learned if I've ever get to that moment, I run back to him, whether it's through prayer or just through worship. But I've learned, and, and it's, a, it's amazing how over the years, those moments get shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter. Before, it would take me days, like, where in the world? How did I get this far? <laughs> but the beauty of where I am with the Lord and my relationship with him, those moments are getting shorter and shorter. And, and I, I would be uh, lying to you if I tell you I never have never had those moments recently. But even when that, those moments come, I run back to him through prayer, through worship, or just being still. Because he said, be still, I know that I am God. Yes. And I, I, you said, you said it beautifully, which is they, those moments don't last as long. And that is why somebody recently, um, and it just dawned on me, somebody said to me, you know, when people mess up in their lives, when we're younger and we make a mistake and some people get so frustrated at themselves and they're so mad at themselves, if they repeat that mistake, I may have been one of those people. And and you just sort of beat yourself up. But the way to know that you're continuing to grow and learn and grow closer to God and become more like Jesus is if, to your point, those seasons become shorter and shorter and shorter. Doesn't mean perfection, but it means, okay, 
I remember last time and last time, boy, it took me like a good two years to get through that thing. <laughs> and now you're like, okay, 10 minutes later, ta-da, I got it. You know, it's the progression. I mean, life is all about transformation and growth over time. Look at the thief on the cross, right? He didn't get it till like the 11th hour, the very yeah. last moments of his life. So we're, this is not really a race, right? We God's not on the clock. There is no time limit, but as long as we continue to keep showing up in our own stories and, and pulling from the things that we've learned. And like you said, going straight to God, as opposed to running from him, I just think that that's, that's it. If I may slip in one thing that's so important is the awesomeness about God's love, the unconditional love that he gives. I don't know any time I've ever run to him that he's said to me, girl, <laughs> Every time he receives me, he may tell me, don't do that again, or, or he'll correct me, but his, his non-judgmental, he is, the depth of his love that's so non-condemning is amazing. Yes. Yeah. I, I know that story of him now. I know that character of him. I know that relationship with him now, but man, I didn't before. So yes, yes, yes. Okay. Last question for you in this season. You know, I'm a wordsmith over here. I like my words. What's the one word that you use today? If somebody said, Francesca, what, how do you define who you are? Like, what's the one word that just really resonates and rings true to you? The word is possible. Hmm. Because I literally believe that all things are possible with God. I really, and I'm not just saying it. I, I really, you know how some, someone says they have to come to the end of themselves and say, well, it was really truly God living it through me <laughs> to begin with. The word that resonates in my heart so, 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 so deeply is the word possibility or possible. All things are possible with God in Christ. Wow. Living beyond limits just comes back full circle to, to the message God has given me. It is possible with him. And even if we, and even those moments where we think we have missed it, go back to him. He still loves you. It's still possible. Yes. Yes. Thank you. There you have it, folks. Dr. Francesca Abbey is possible. That's her word. Yay. And I love it. I love it so much. So I'll have um, how to get in touch with you for our viewers and listeners in the show notes. But I just really want to say thank you. Thank you for showing up and joining us and sharing a bit of yourself and your journey and love you and yay. Okay. Hi, my sister. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, thanks so much. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks as always, you guys, for being here. Seriously, I hope you know how much it means to me that you continue to show up not only here, but in your own lives, in your own journeys. Like you care enough about growth and transformation and change to listen, to try and figure out what other people who have gone before you have struggled with. Like you want to know that you're not alone on your journeys. You want to know that you're not the only folks out there who have been facing these crazy situations in life. And you know what? You're not. You're never going to be. You're like literally never alone. None of us are. Even when at our lowest points, we often feel that way. So, I mean, how great was Dr. Francesca, right? She is just like this little fireball. I mean, she's got a light about her. I love that she goes to countries that I can't even pronounce. I mean, I've never been to Africa. I've been to Israel, but never Africa. And that's where she goes uh, and preaches the word and just goes to villages. And my favorite part is obviously where she says she goes into places where women aren't allowed. I'm like, I'm coming with you next time, sister, because that seems like a good place where <laughs> we're not allowed, the first place we should show up. So 
Thank you guys. Thanks for being here. Please go to my website, bethfisher.com. Sign up for my monthly newsletter. It's only 12 times a year. I'm not going to bombard you. It just, you know, really mean a lot to me as well as if you would rate and subscribe to this podcast. So thank you guys very much for being here. Continue to be remorseless in your lives, on your journeys, which means without guilt, in spite of wrongdoing. All right, guys, go in peace. I will see you next week.